Hello, Stephanie. How are you? I'm doing fine. I am very pleased to hear it. I am doing very well too. Thank you very much. Wow, you're being very calm and polite today.、Uh, usually, you just ask me stupid questions that turn into bad puns. You mean like how do you organize a space party? Oh, I should have known better. You mean like how do you organize a space party? Nope, not going there. You mean like how do you organize a space party? Fine, let's just get this over with. How do you organize a space party? You plan it. One of these days, I'm gonna find your joke book and burn it. Until then, let's just play the theme music. Welcome to Hebrew School, a new game show where super smart kids get to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Stephanie, and I'm Liel, and this is Channel Nine News. Our top story this evening: Are squirrels good cooks? Stephanie Butnick has the story. I do not have the story, and this is not the news. But what I do have is the pleasure of saying hello to our contestant today, Ezra, age 11. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We are so happy to have you. And I heard that your favorite thing about Judaism is the food—an answer I love. What's your favorite Jewish food?、Hmm, that is very, very hard. I feel like in Jewish food, like with every food. There's different food in different regions. Like maybe in some place you'll find like some kind of rice, and in another place you'll find pita bread with some with something on it. So you like all of it, is what you're saying? Yes. yes. <laughs> all the delicious stuff. And I also heard that your favorite character in Jewish history is Korach. Who is that, and why is he your favorite? Well, I learned about him from studying my Torah portion. So basically, the story of Korah is where he rebels against Moses, and then God kills him and all his followers by swallowing him up and all of his followers and all of their tents up in from the ground, and. Then all of these other people get mad and say that innocent people were dying. Then they fall sick and die. And then some more people get mad. And then a giant fire avalanche comes and kills them. So yeah, a lot of a lot of dying. But the part that seems kind of interesting is that the moral of the story is that if you rebel, then you die. And I just feel like that's kind of odd and strange, and so yeah. Fire Avalanche was the name of my acapella group in high school. Okay, so we have one final question for you before we start the game. It is truly epic, Liel. You're our epicness correspondent. I am. What's the question? Ezra, did you ever read the Ten Commandments and say to yourself,、mm, "Gee, I wish we had one more commandment"? I know you did, and now is your chance. If God sent you a text and was like, "LOL, Ezra, please come up with one more commandment that everyone on Earth would have to obey," what would it be? I guess it would be something like, "I created the Earth; don't destroy it." I love that. I love that it's like it's simple yet very, very, very deep. Wow. Thou shalt take good care of the Earth.
All right, all right, all right. So now it's time. It's time. It's time. Are you going to say it's time to play? <laughs> yeah, I was totally going to say that. I totally didn't forget printing the script out this morning. And I totally believe you. Ezra, our show is simple and fun because no matter what kind of school you go to, you are always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. So we want to see how much you really know. But instead of giving you a test, we're going to play a series of games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Are you ready to play? Yes. Amazing. Our first game is called Bad Bible Boetry. Bad Bible Boetry. It's a new game. Here's how this one works, Ezra. The Bible is well-written, but when Liel tries to rewrite it, it just comes out, well, bad. Liel is going to read you three terrible poems he wrote, each one about a famous moment from the Bible. But he got kind of lazy, leaving out the last word of every poem. Your job? To find the missing word. Are you ready to play? Yes. Take it away, Liel. Presento. Poemo numero uno. There once was a lady named Eve, who thought of what she could achieve. If she ate from that tree, she did, and you see, God told her and Adam to. Hmm, so it sounds like it rhymes with Eve and achieve. God told her and Adam to. Leave. Winner. God told Adam and Eve to leave the Garden of Eden because they disobeyed his rule and ate from the tree of knowledge. Liel, give us poem number two. Here goes. Good old Moses didn't mean to be rude, but his people spoiled his good mood. So he let out a sigh, manna fell from the sky, and he said, eat, there's your... Food. Winner. Food rhymes with rude and mood. When manna falls from the sky, that's our food. Kind of like popcorn from heaven, manna was the food God sent to keep the Israelites from starving as they walked through the desert for 40 years. All right, Liel, we have time for one more poem. I saved the worst for last. Poor Saul, he had no time to sing. When his donkeys hightailed it one spring, he asked Samuel for help, and the prophet, he yelped and said, Boy, I'll just make you a... Ooh, this one's tough. It sounds like it rhymes with sing and spring, and a prophet is making Saul a... Swing? Oh, that would be fun. (laughs) Uh, Like, a little bit more regal. King. Yes. Winner. Israel's very first king wasn't even looking for the job, but the job was looking for him. Sadly, he couldn't hold on to it for very long, eventually being replaced by the younger, cooler King David. So Ezra, now that you've proven to us that you are an expert on all things Jewish, it's time for our next game. Let's play Say My Name. Say my name. 
pretty soon you'll hear a very short song about a very famous person you've read about, someone who plays an important role in Jewish history. All you have to do is listen and tell us that person's name. Are you ready to go? Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, what, 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 what? Start with T-H and end with R-C-L. I'm the guy who came up with Israel. Got all the juice together, playing as a team. If you will it, baby, it ain't no dream. I'm sort of a kind of mad state Zionist, the world's number one old school Zionist. I decided it's time. I said enough with the Rome, and it's time to move. Let's return to our home. Pack up our things, put on our shoes, and bamoose. Children of Israel to a country of Jews. This is probably the best song about Yoda I've ever heard. This song is not about Yoda, but let's see if Ezra knows who it's about. I heard Zionism, Jewish state. It sounds like to me it's someone who like invented Zionism or like first started the call for the Jewish state. Any ideas? Is it Herzl? Winner! Yes, it is Herzl. That's amazing. Uh, Liel, you're a fan of his, right? Big, big fan. As a young man in Vienna, more than 100 years ago, Theodor Herzl spent his days writing newspaper articles and working on his awesome beard. But then he started noticing that some people eh, didn't really care too much for the Jews. And he had the wild idea that Jews, too, deserved their own country where they could live freely and do whatever they wanted without ever being harassed. So he started talking about Zionism, or the idea that Jews should return to their homeland, the land of Israel, promised to them by God in the Bible. Thankfully, a lot of people listened, liked the idea, packed their bags, and moved to Israel, which was then controlled by the Turks and called Palestine. A bit more than 40 years after Herzl's death, the modern state of Israel was born, making Herzl's dream a reality. The town I'm from, Herzliya, is named after him. So Ezra, it's time for your third and final game. Let's play Eavesdropping on History. Eavesdropping on History. Ezra, I know what you're thinking. How did Stephanie and Liel get here today? Well, because we're friends now, I can tell you a secret. I promise never to tell any of the other kids. We took our time machine, which we totally have. And before we came here to record Hebrew school, we dropped by one major moment in Jewish history and did a little recording. Your job, listen and tell us what these historical people are talking about. Okay. Oh my God, is that you? Of course it's me. Who else would it be? But you were just a Donald Shepherd, and now you're teaching thousands of students. Listen, have you met my wife, Rachel? I'd do anything for her, even study Torah for 24 years. Wow, didn't her dad hate you? Not anymore! So, whoever this is sounds like a lovely guy. Uh, Ezra, any idea who those people were talking about? I don't have the foggiest idea. Liel, will you tell us a little bit about who we were hearing on that tape? 
we were hearing about a man, Rabbi Akiva. Even though he lived about 2,000 years ago, he is still considered probably the wisest rabbi who ever lived. He was a poor shepherd who could barely read or write. But then he met an amazing woman and fell totes in love. He wanted to marry her, but her rich dad said like, no way, man, you're just like this dumb shepherd. So Akiva went back to school and started studying. And even though he was 40 years old, it didn't take him long to prove just how brilliant he was. Pretty soon, he became a great scholar, teaching thousands of young students and proving once and for all that it's never too late to follow your dreams. And you'll be a great scholar too one day, Ezra. Thanks for being with us today. So Ezra, anything you learned today? I guess I learned something about Rabbi Akiva in the eavesdropping of history skit. <laughs> you learned about Rabbi Akiva. That's actually my Hebrew name. It is? Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. So now you know a little bit about your, your biblical namesake. Mm-hmm. And so just wait until you're 40 and then just pick up some crazy skill and become the world's greatest of all time at it. It sounds like you don't even need to go to school till you're 40 if you're following in Rabbi Akiva's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Everybody hear that sound? Yes. Halftime's over. Time to get back on the court. Let's go, Knicks! No, we are not playing professional basketball, and this is not halftime. It's the bell ringing and telling us we're out of time for this week's Hebrew School. So thank you, Ezra, for being such a great contestant. Thank you for having me. If you kids listening at home want to play too, and if you're between the ages of 7 and 12, email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class dismissed. Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Magazine, hosted by me, Stephanie Butnick, along with Liel Leibovitz. We are produced by Sara Fredman-Ader and Paul Ruest, who also edits the show. We are executive produced by Josh Cross, with extra help this week from Violet Cross. Check out all of Tablet's podcasts at tabletmag.com slash podcasts.